Listen up, maggots. We got targets inbound. So lock and load your senses and stand by for imminent contact. If you love beer, you're in the beer army. So grab a frosty brew and get ready. It's time to liberate your senses. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Well, welcome to the show. It's Mick Dagger here. And the General. And I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. I know uh, I know, I did. I got to spend it with the General. Yeah, that e- yeah the uh, Christmas Eve, you got to come over and have a little um, uh, quasi-bottle share and stuff like that. Of course, everybody's Christmas parties going on. I had um, Bengal Hospitality had a Christmas party at the Bowling Alley. We ran through the whole Bowling Alley and stuff like that, brought in food. That was really awesome to see, um, well, some of our people from Beer Army, obviously, but then they have other restaurants, too, that were there, and uh, they did a really nice job and everything like that. Hell yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't uh, complex. It was simple to the point, but uh, uh, takeout from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and pizza and just everything else. And the nice thing, people always say, well, geez, you guys own restaurants. Why don't you? It's like, because we have to clean up. <laughs> you know what I mean? The nice thing is you, everybody, you buy, somebody has to work. Right. Yeah. You just buy all this shit. You eat, you have a good time, and guess what? Leftovers, take them home with you. Garbage, throw it away. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. That's right, man. Keep it simple, stupid, you know? And then uh, I had the, um, and then of course, uh, Beer Army, we were closed for the New Year, or uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve Day. I went in there and slung beer while you were working because I know I invited you out, but you couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, but um, and then everybody again did a potluck where they brought food in, you know, because even though it's a restaurant, this way nobody has to work or clean or clean a grill or anything like that. And that was really really nice. And then and then that's later awesome. that night, that's when you came over and, and um, others and uh, over at our house and kind of had this quasi Christmas Eve party. I guess I don't know. It was a good time though. You know, you know, heavy hors d'oeuvres and just. Um, you know, people, yeah, I guess, like you, or, or, you know, like, hey, you're single, you don't have a lot of family, town, or whatever. Just, you know, yeah, brother, I got out here, but it's kind of like the Beer Army family kind of coming together. Or so, <laughs> well, I appreciate uh, having me over. No, man. no, we appreciate you over. Of course, uh, the Ginger Ninja, <laughs> old Matt Smith. Hey, dude, you want to help me move a desk? Because he, he asked me the day before about a couch. And I said, well, I'm jammed up. I got this mean, this. And I asked you, I said, hey, maybe you could cover it down. But I guess yeah, yeah. you guys never went and did the couch thing or whatever. No, I was headed. I got in my truck and I was like, I'm on my way. He's like, never mind. Yeah. Somebody yeah. else picked. So then he goes, hey, uh, part two, you want to help me move a desk? And I'm like, and he's always helped me out. Uh, Matt, uh, you know, he's a great guy. He'll give you the shirt off your back. And uh, I said, sure, dude, you know. He'll give I you said, the shirt off of your back so he'll take your shirt, shirt off, off and off give it back, back to you. Shirt off his back. And uh, and Christy, too. And, uh, <laughs> of course, I, never mind. I'm not going to go there. I was going to say something, but I'm just going to leave that one alone. But uh, so I said, sure, when and where? And he goes, oh, it's in Vansboro. And I'm like, Jesus, dude. I'm like, I got a 4 o'clock conference call. I got a 6 o'clock Christmas party. I'm like, shit. I said, fine, you're driving because I know he needs my truck. So I'm like, fine, you're driving so I can get work done, bring my hot spot. I'm doing work. He's got his two little munchkins in the back. They're going off. I mean, they, they got twins. They got a boy and a girl. Yeah, yeah. And they're great. And and Gunner's just he is just trying to bait Sophie into like a fight and stuff, and then she's like literally yelling about Star Wars because they they found out that we went, and he's like she's like my favorite part, and I'm looking at Matt like, wow, quit feeding these kids Mountain Dew in the morning, man. You know it's like holy smokes, but the, yeah, they're good kids. No, but anyway, where I was going with this is so we get the damn desk, we get it to the house where he wants to go. I look at the staircase, I'm like, dude, did you measure this before you even thought about getting it and stuff like that? Sure, shit, man. We tried to wedge that sucker, <laughs> we got it into the staircase, but we couldn't get it through the top because the doors aren't quite square and everything. And I was like, uh. So he's like, <laughs> fuck it. He moves the kitchen table. He's like, put it right here. He goes. And then, he, and then in his mocking voice of Christie, he's like, well, that ain't going to work. 
<laughs> I said, good luck with that, dude. Uh, what a fun day, man. It was. It was crazy, man. I tell you, not as fun as uh, uh, drinking this beer that we're drinking on. And I know, you know I'm a fan of pumpkin beers only for a short period of time. Um, but this yeah. is different because, you know, I'm a big fan of the sour and the funky beers. And so... Uh, somebody brought this over for the uh, bottle share or whatever, and I thought it was awesome because I was like, oh, pumpkin beer this late in the year and stuff like that, Christmas, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued by this combo. Yeah, but it's a sour pumpkin beer, and what I'm talking about is from Boulevard Brewing Company out of Kansas City, Missouri. Their funky pumpkin spice sour ale coming in at 5.8% ABV. You can get more information about the Boulevard by going to boulevard.com, and we'll have the link there for you to go to about the beer, but... I really, I really like it. It, it. it like it breathes new life into a style that I feel like's been played out a lot. You know, um, wow, yeah. And so it, it, it's their seasonal offering that's only from September to October. Wow. But again, somebody brought some over, and I was like, oh shit! And I saw, and like, I'm stealing two bottles for our show because we're gonna feature this beer. But uh, it pours a nice mm. amber. It's got this uh, slightly haziness to it with an off-white head. Um, doesn't stay too long, but uh, there's a little bit of lacing on the glass, but not a ton. But the aroma, you pick up the traditional spices for a pumpkin beer, like nutmeg, cinnamon, clove, and a little ginger. And then there is some pumpkin, but you, you get the funky sour notes uh, along with some caramel and uh, and some uh, um, that biscuity, that toasty biscuitiness, breadiness, or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, the flavor is very interesting, though. It's more prominent uh, with the pumpkin squash flavors that you know. You, you know, you don't get that as much in the nose, but you definitely get in the flavor. But and then you get that sourness from the bread, and then there's those other spices that are in there, but um, not like it's in the nose. I do get some of that toffee and that caramel biscuit flavors in the, in, you know, in the in the flavor. The body and mouthfeel is light to medium. The carbonation, I would say, is moderate. Uh, the sweetness is balanced out really good, I think, with the sourness. Yeah, sourness. It is. It finishes dry, and of course, uh, it also finishes into that sour note a little bit. Um, I really like this rehack version of a beer style that I usually only go to for about you know four or five, maybe six weeks, and it's a pretty easy drinking, but st- but it's still kind of complex, you know, with that sourness. And I'm really glad somebody brought it. I, th- I think it does a good job of extending the style um, into the, just the 1.0 of just okay, here's a pumpkin beer. You know, um, I-, I like it. I- I'm imbibing on it. I think it's pretty easy drinking. It's laid back, so. It's good. Yeah. yeah, you like it? Yeah, and I love that uh, that that transition to the tartness and the, the sour. It's it's really it's a nice surprise. Yeah, I think it, it would go well with a lot of different foods too, uh, because that sourness makes it very versatile. Especially when you're talking about Jesus. Jesus. Really? <laughs> we like, did celebrate his birth we did. recently. We get, it's just damn braces, man. When you get um, <laughs> cheeses or fatty type meats, you know, like uh, like salami or. Uh, um, I don't know, you know, other um, sausage type. He stops looking at me when I say like that. <laughs> we celebrate the birth of Jesus oh, Christ. Oh my gosh! So, uh, anyways, um, John McDonald started construction in 1988 in a turn of the century brick building on Kansas City's historic Southwest Boulevard. And uh, Boulevard Brewing Company was founded in 1989 when the first batches were produced and sold. His original business plan was to do just 6,000 beer barrels in a year. In November of that same year, we're talking about 1989 now, he delivered the first keg of Boulevard Pale Ale in the back of his pickup truck to a nearby restaurant 
just a few blocks away. A Mexican restaurant, by the way. I thought that was interesting. Dios mío. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they did uh, expansions in 1999, 2003, and then get this, man. In 2006, they went big. They did a major expansion adjacent to the original brewery, increasing capacity to 600,000 beer barrels a year at a cost of $20 million. Whoa. From uh, from what to six? Well, originally, his business plan was just to do 6,000. You know, when he started out. But right. yeah, 600,000 beer barrels. We're talking about 150 Jeez. barrel brew house. So we're talking about a three story, 70,000 square foot building, and again, 150 barrel brew house. In 2011, they did another expansion at a cost of $3 million, where they're ripping out fermenters, 150 beer barrel fermenters, and they're putting in 300 beer barrel fermenters. And, uh, you know, <laughs> go big or go home. But then, you know, when you get when you get that big and you're producing great beer, it attracts people. And uh, lo and behold, in 2003, they were acquired by uh, Duval Morgat Brewery at an estimated price, because it's undisclosed, of over $100 million. So. Well, I'm not surprised there. Yeah. yeah they're distributed in 31 states, five countries on two continents. I thought it was interesting. They're like, they go to Belgium, they go to France, um, England. And um, you know Scandinavian states, uh, Finland, Norway, but and then China. Did so they, it's like, boom! It's like, you know, just kind of. <laughs> usually, you go through Europe. <laughs> you look my boop. <laughs> no, just, no, just out of nowhere. It's kind of a, this beer kind of encapsulates their diversity. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> I see London. I see France. I see China's underpants. <laughs> <laughs> they, they and they've won their fair share of medals to include you know gold medals at GABF. So um, uh, from the picks that I've seen, I've never been to this brewery. I, I can't say I've been through Kansas or Missouri very much, um, but uh, it, it's, it's it's a very beautiful brewery from the pictures. I mean, we're talking hospitality rooms. They got this terrace overlooking the uh, the skyline of Kansas City. And then they got glass skywalks between the old and new brew houses that pedestrians can walk through, like through the uh, tours. And then they also have yeah. the beer lines kind of going through there. So I thought that was really badass. And that uh, is cool. I, I definitely want to go check it out. And you know, I know some people might be hating because they're like, "Okay, you sold out," but whatever. I, and I don't look at it like that. Again, I always judge a brewery based upon their beer. Uh, bottom line, the, the beer is good or it's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, this is good. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Again, it's 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 extending a style. That usually, again, you only have for a very small part of the year, you know, and then you get kind of pumpkined out. The nice thing about this is that it doesn't taste like, I mean, you got the pumpkin, but I consider this a sour beer first, I guess, not a pumpkin beer first. Well, I'll tell you, this is a perfect uh, New Year's Eve beer. Totally perfect. Because there's a disco pumpkin, pumpkin uh, disco ball on the bottle. Celebrate New Year's, ring it in. (laughs) Come on, everybody. Drinking some funky pumpkin spice sour ale boulevard. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. Doesn't this go well with this beer? I think so, especially the way you put your pinky up mm. and you kind of shake your head. Deliciousness. <laughs> what are your New Year's Eve plans, man? Uh, I think I'm going to try to stay local. we got Beer Me Burger Company. we got some live music coming on in uh, featuring um, um, your your man, your man on the, uh, from the Orange Sherpa Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So luckily he asked his uh, his spouse if he could have permission to play. And she said yes. She ominous dominus, and she blushed off on it. So Hell yeah. We're looking really forward to that. So I'll probably uh, be hanging my happy ass at the Beer Me Burger Company. I'll be working. Ah, I know. Yeah. Slave to the grind, man. Mm-hmm. Slave to the grind. The yeah. man. I'll be out in uh, in Moorhead City for the crab pot drop. Ah, crab pot drop. Doing nice. the countdown for the public. Nice, nice, nice. 
Well, when you're a famous uh, radio personality like yourself, you got to make those appearances, man. I'm sorry. Just well, the way it is. It's true. <laughs> it's a sad reality. <laughs> wow, that doesn't sound humble at all, nah, does we, it? We don't take ourselves too serious. No. Nah. Oh, don't forget, get all the information on this awesome beer. It's Boulevard Brewing Company out of Kansas City. They're fun- Funky Pumpkin Spice Sour Ale. Now, I you are more of a pumpkin fan than I am. I, I am. I, I like pumpkin beers a lot. But I will tell you, this is an awesome take on a pumpkin beer. They're pumpkin sour. They're spice sour. Check it out. Get all the information you need there. BeerArmy.org in the show notes on Podbean as well. If you are on iTunes, double-click the uh, the logo for Beer Army Engage, and it'll give you all the links you need right there. And definitely stick around. Our Heroes Never Dies segment coming up. Yeah, we got the veteran and his dogs. That's how I'm going to leave it. <laughs> Seems to be a theme for this past uh, few episodes. Yeah. I don't That's know. a good theme. Well, I know last week we featured the, the canine. Uh, Getting the purple in, heart. Right, purple yeah. heart and everything with his handler and stuff. And then here's a veteran uh, in regards to his dogs. But um, they're not the heroes per se. It's people outside this equation that are the heroes. Nice. <laughs> All right. We'll stick around here on Beer Army Engaged. Go AWOL with Beer Army Radio. We're online and mobile at beerarmy.org. Every soldier needs quality gear. Get yours at BeerArmy.org. Hats, t-shirts, and more. Show Murphy he can't keep you down and announce to the world that you're in the Beer Army. Go to BeerArmy.org. Do it. Uh, By the way, Murphy's a bitch. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Well, with the new year uh, coming up, geez, just a couple days away. Here. I still got that disco thing in my head. Still got the last break, dude, because you're going to town. <laughs> uh, I'm always, I'm always amazed at what uh, the master of improv that you are, my friend. Oh yeah, come on, all, all the time. You just pulling a little crap out. That's the reason why, I like, uh, like on the trip, uh, like on the road trip, going to and from, you know, uh, Sierra Nevada, where just the crap, the banter between you and Scott. It's just, <laughs> it is like front row seats to a comedy act. <laughs> and you never know like where the next jab a jib is going to come from or whatever you know? <laughs> it's always entertaining that's for sure well i'll tell you man uh, in 2016 geez it's just it's pounding on our door right now it is man old father time is he's out of luck he's out of business yeah he's, yeah he's, he's coming to a close and new baby's getting ready to spring upon us in 2016 definitely so i'll tell you on the 23rd though uh jolly school mm-hmm. out in greenville greenville convention center yep. awesome beer fest this is uh what year how many, how many years year. have you done this sixth year sixth oh my year. god yeah. time is flying by yeah no it's uh it's like where does it go <laughs> good <laughs> lord go? and don't forget you can get your tickets beerarmy.org get them there uh as well not only are there general admission tickets but as well if you get the vip tickets you get a early exclusive access so that too and then we were doing a special commemorative uh, pint glass with the jolly skull logo oh, yeah, yeah. and the beer army foundation logo on full color on it so that's like a nice little keepsake so um, and of course, we got Brian Mayer, the full band that's playing. I'm really looking forward to that because uh, Brian by himself's good, but when the full band's together, yeah, it's, they're good it's, guys. it's better. Yeah, <laughs> it's better. How is it better? It just is. It just <laughs> is, man. <laughs> nice show dirt reference. Yeah. So just uh, definitely come out and check it out. And, and the cool thing is, when you buy a ticket, you're supporting the Beer Army Foundation, allowing us to uh, give scholarships and to uh, uh, push that. And, and we humbly appreciate it. So just remember. Um, yeah, it's it's money going to charity. 100% of the proceeds go to charity. So, Well, that's going to help us uh, next year to generate even more scholarships than, uh, yep. than, the, than 2015. Yeah, well, 1 January kicks off the uh, 
uh, scholarship season as far as people putting their applications in. So they got basically 90 days from 1 January to the end of March to get their application in. We'll do our selection process Heck in yeah. April, and then we'll uh, now notify the uh, the recipients in uh, May. So well, there's a New yeah. Year's resolution for those of you with uh, college-age kids. Yeah, no, definitely. Just get her done. Speaking of New Year's resolutions, are you doing it? See, I don't do that. I, I gave up on that stuff years ago. <laughs> I don't play that game. Do you, you still do um, that? Uh, I well, I'm like you. I I, I try not to because I don't want to let myself down. But on the uh, on the flip side, it's kind of like I'm getting at an age where I need to start looking a little more forward, and like uh, there are changes that need to be made. Uh, so it's all relative. So yes and no is the answer to your question. Well, I tell you, if I was gonna have a New Year's resolution, it would be to want to continue or to try to help others more. Like uh, what do we got for our Heroes Never Die segment? Because it just amazes me. Um, you know, we talked about it before we got into the break that, you know, we had a veteran or we had an active duty service member and his canine uh, partner uh, where they got injured. Well, here's a situation where we're talking about a veteran and his dogs. And it, it's just crazy. But what is cool, though, is what innocent bystanders seeing a situation decide to jump in. And what I love about it is we don't have a name of the veteran. We, we don't really have a name of the uh, of the person or the other individuals that are helping out on this. So. Well, I can't wait to hear this because, you know, in this crazy world, uh, like, like Dustin said, you know, just being the, being there to, to step in when needed and being enough uh, aware enough to do so because uh, when everything falls down around you, you never know who's going to step in the gap. Nick, this week we, we have, unfortunately, we don't have very good audio or video. Well, actually, the video is okay. It's the audio, but it was shot from a, uh, a camera phone. Right. So I'm just going to play uh, a little bit of it, and then I will back brief and kind of talk about in full detail what it is. So, um, yeah, so just give us a listen real quick. Something done for a veteran it was not expected at all by him. Check it out. She just told me that the dogs are mine. I've got a couple volunteers and staff and patients. Oh, my God. All come together and I'm getting gift cards and a whole bunch of toys and everything. Wow, man. Thanks. Wow. So what I know that... I know what happened there. But. Yeah, I know. It doesn't really... <clears throat> really, uh, you know, if, if you're a listener, mm-hmm. definitely go check out the video. But, but read the story. But so what's going on here is we got an elderly veteran. And we don't have his name, but it it was where he he suffered a heart attack back in September. So he had to go to the hospital, and because he's by himself, he had two dogs. His dogs' names are Bailey and Blaze, and they had no one to take care of him then. So the standard protocol, and this is up in Cam uh, in uh, Delaware. So hmm. so the uh, the first state animal center and SPCA, um, that's where they go to. You know, basically the animal shelter. You know. And so it was meant to be temporary. Uh, you know, the shelter would you know care for the dogs while the while the owners incapacitated. But after weeks passed, they put the dogs up for adoption. Man, luckily oh. nobody adopted the dogs. So the owner, so this veteran, gets out, and you know we don't know his background, but obviously he isn't rich. And he he, he tries to get the dogs, but get this: there's an adoption fee. <laughs> they're which totally to get his own dog dogs back? back right right like i'm like is this bizarro world or what he's in but i guess because oh, over a certain period of time the dogs are considered abandoned and then therefore they're up for adoption so the only way to get his dogs back is he has to like basically adopt his own dogs back and so this is where it really gets nuts because um the adoption counselor uh lindsey carruthers you know she was moved by this and because the man wanted his dogs back um 
he, he needed some time to get the $250 needed for the adoption fees, um, but he was determined to do that, you know, and he said, look, I would be back. He didn't have enough money, but he's like, I'll be back with more money. And he was literally going to go sell his car, dude. I mean, he was, he was willing to sell his car to get the money. And when he went there to go visit the dogs, the dogs recognize him right away. Yeah. They're so excited. And there's pictures of it where they're kissing them. They're good looking dogs too, you know? Yeah, they and, are. And the counselor, Carruthers, said, you know, that that night a staff member hatched the idea to pay the fees and a volunteer put up the cash. And then more staffers and volunteers bought foods and toys and other supplies and gave him gift cards for other things. Cause obviously, you know, he's not, you know, well off per se or whatever. And so when he came back, that's what that video was shot. When he came back, he had the money and, and she basically gave him the money back, said, no. Did and, he sell his car? No, I, I, well, I don't know. I don't have that in the story or whatever, but he got the money somewhere. <laughs> and, and right, he, right. he came back to the shelter on Thursday and, um, and, you know, could, well, no, he didn't have enough money. That's what it was. And they said, and he said, they told him, don't worry about it. Uh, They're like, it's yeah. all right. And he, and he thought, are you saying I can't have my dogs? That's what he's saying at the beginning of yeah, the video. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, she's like, no, he goes, I can't have my, like, she's like, no, 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 no. You, you have the dogs. They're yours. And she's giving him back the money, trying to explain to him the situation. And that's when he just, he breaks down into tears. She's saying that they're crying. The staff's crying. Like, cause it's so emotional because. You know what a bond it is to have with an animal. We kind of talked about it last week too. Yeah. You know, especially with dogs, and I'm a dog person too. And that's where Beer Army's logo originates from. You know, is is one of my dogs. You know, and mm-hmm. it's just they're family, man. You know, and you know, she said that you know everybody is in tears. She goes, you could just feel the love the dogs had for him, and there shouldn't have been anything, especially money, that should stand in the way between getting his family back. No shit, man. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Bam. Uh, personally, I think it's bullshit that he couldn't get him back. Or had a do- You know, like, I don't understand it, but it's I it's didn't bureaucracy. know there was a statute of limitations on, <laughs> uh, you know, recovery from a heart attack yeah, to get your pets back. Yeah. It's not like know. it had been years. Yeah, no, exactly. It hadn't been like it was years or whatever, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to look at this negatively. Just be thankful that he was able to get back. And, of course, this happened right before Christmas. So, luckily, he had his dogs with him for Christmas and stuff like that, too. And, and they're some good-looking dogs. Yeah, right? they are, right? And they're just happy-go-lucky. And I just I just thought that was really awesome because, again, it highlights how amazing people can be helping out complete strangers, helping out somebody you don't know. And you're not getting anything in return for this except for the personal satisfaction that you're helping another human being, you know? And, yeah, yeah. and to me, it really captures – the Christmas and the holiday, you know, spirit. And it just, I just thought it was a very good uh, story that I wanted to feature. And again, that's awesome. man. So the, the hero here in this case is, is the staff of the uh, first state animal center and SPCA in Camden, Delaware. Um, and this anonymous volunteer for putting up the cash and the anonymous staffers and the other volunteers that brought food and toys and other supplies. Thank you so much. Um, you you get it. <laughs> What's really cool is the convenience of the location of that. As I'm look, linking up uh, and pulling up the story that you have, yeah. uh, that first state animal shelter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're located inside a PetSmart, right? Which was weird. So he had everything right there: the gift cards, right, for the PetSmart, exactly. Food, yeah. I've so. never seen an animal shelter in a PetSmart before like that, or any. No, I've seen like an adoption and, and stuff like that, but not an animal shelter per right. se, like right. you're saying, yeah. So I thought I thought it was just awesome, you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of BS that you have to adopt your dogs back, but hey, no, at least do? at least it didn't uh, cost him any money to do so. And I mean, the fact that he was going to go sell his his car in order to get the money, I'm you know, glad he didn't have to. You know, I just 
it's like, wow. And especially, I know that veterans, I know like some people get like, Jesus, veterans always get like special privileges or whatever. And it's uh, not, not I don't, as much as people think. Right. Not as much as you think. But I do have a special place. And it's not because I'm a veteran, but because they went out, man. And like mm-hmm. when I, I had a chance to talk to uh, a Ben, you know, and like I was talking about last week's episode, you know, Korean War vet and, and just hearing the stories, it's like it humbled me. And I got multiple combat tours, but, you know, he's talking about stories where his lieutenant got bayoneted, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. You know, you're like, I mean, that's some hardcore, man. You know, like pff, Call of Duty Black Ops on your little video games. I don't it's think nothing. so, man. You know, yeah. it's just like, wow. It's just wow. So I really appreciate all that veterans do uh, for us and uh, continue to do so uh, so we can be here. Yeah, safe and uh, having Christmas cookies and celebrating New Year's. We're doing the crab pot drop and uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Freedom to have our, our our simple little lives. You that's know? right. That's right. So, but definitely uh, check it out. Get more information on this story. And look, if you are a dog lover, or a dog owner yourself, uh, look, reach out and see if there are people that uh, you know could use some help because it's a it's a wonderful thing. That bond, like uh, Dustin said, it's it's amazing. The bond with pets and. Uh, have somebody go through something totally unexpected outside of their control and to to lose that that relationship and connection it's a it's a powerful thing to be able to be as somebody that can help bring that back so thank you for sharing that story amigo i appreciate it man awesome and uh, we have coming up for you our yikum to sue we're gonna get pretty crazy i got a party pooper yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd say so and uh I have some uh, interesting things that uh, after something I'm going to share, people might uh, look at Donald Trump a little more acceptingly. Really? Not that that's my intent per se. I don't want to bring politics into the mix, but yeah. it's just interesting how perspective plays a big role in everything. Huh. So stick around for this and more coming up for Yikum to Sue. Hey, mothers, lock up your daughters. It's Mick Dagger and the general. <laughs> It's like lies, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, all I hear is a freaking lie, you know. Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. On the battlefield of beer, an informed soldier is a good soldier. Learn more about the Beer Army Foundation. Go to beerarmy.org. Get informed about beer, upcoming events, festivals, and community outreach that the Beer Army provides and supports. The revolution starts with you at beerarmy.org. I hear you have an issue with me, buddy. You've been <laughs> picking on me for a little bit here, but I think everybody needs to understand what's going on. Well, I, I really like the outtakes that you pick out, especially when we do the, um, what do you call it again, a bumper or whatever you call it during the breaks or whatever on our show? Oh, that is just liners. Liners, liners. That's bumper. What you can call I, them whatever you want. I don't know. But where you go, you know, it, it's Mick Dagger and the general, and you go, and it's like you say something, I say something or whatever. It's like an outtake. And you was, didn't like last week? Well, I was bitching about this damn freaking Invisalign braces I got that I got to wear for like a year. And I was trying to learn how to talk, especially on my S's. It's really... It oh, just, you're clarifying things is what you're it, doing. It, it, it's really hard. And I said, yeah, I feel like I got a uh, dick in my mouth or whatever. <laughs> and, but you captured and used it. And I'm like, oh. And as I'm listening, I'm like, oh. I'm like, here I go, man. I'm going to get all the texts and everything that from people that know me. Like, oh, so you like having a dick in your mouth. You know, it's like, so you know what it's like to have a dick in your mouth. You know, it's like, I just no. thought you had a really uh, intrusive orthodontist <laughs> or something. Uh, yeah, well, I thought, and I thought it was funny. I just, I guess, as I was listening to it as a listener, I was like, oh, I'm 
I'm like, I felt a little embarrassed. I don't know if that, that's possible. I know some people might be amazed. I can be embarrassed, but I can be. Clarification, people. Dustin did not experiment in college. No, I did not. <laughs> I have never. Just saying. That's not homophobic coming out. It's just a fact. I have no. not. Okay? Mm. <laughs> Nothing homophobic about that, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you ass. No, that's good. It's all good. No, try, I'm not pissed, right? I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, God. Really? <laughs> yeah, really? Hey, man. Uh, that means all you, bro. Catch me burping or farting. I don't have an issue with that, you know? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it right there. Uh, nice. I'll leave it right there because this could keep going forever, man. Good. <laughs> but you like my shirt that I'm wearing today. I know you're eyeing me I up love and down it. here, man. Well, yeah. And that's, the, uh, I'm just really a fan of that shirt. The new uh, Heroes Never Die shirt. Yeah. Yes, we finally really got awesome. them up on the store. Yes, so go get yours today. Uh, also, uh, our pledging, please pledge your support. Uh, really excited because we have an ad coming out, a uh, third-page uh, ad in uh, All About Beer magazine. Awesome. And that's really, really cool, and we're going to be telling people. So that's nationally um, was it not syndicated or um, published or published, what? Yeah. yeah, or distributed or whatever, distribution or whatever magazine. And I, I know it goes overseas too or whatever. So just very excited to be partnered up with All About Beer magazine. I mean, they're, they're, I consider them probably the lead magazine for the, uh, the beer industry as far as a beer enthusiast. Yeah, they do a great job. Um, yeah, so uh, really, really excited to have that come out. But uh, pledge your support. Uh, be a pledger in 2016. Become a Beer Army Super Soldier. We got the new Beer Army 2016 Super Soldier swag. Um, it's awesome. You know, we're not going to uh, tell you what color that we use for this year or whatever because it gets released one January. <laughs> and since it's not technically one January, but it's not the same OD green color we have for 2015. Right. Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh but I think it's badass. Well, one of the cool <laughs> things is you bring up all about beer magazine, and uh, for next year, for those that do pledge or renew their pledge, oh uh, yeah, that totally is, that's what's awesome. I mean, yeah. we do find this such a great publication, so much so that you will get, depending on which level, yeah. uh, you will get a subscription of yeah, some either sort. a full year subscription, half year subscription, or, or at least a single complimentary issue, just so you can check it out. Yeah, so exactly. we're, we're really uh, appreciative of the, uh, the the folks over at All About Beer Magazine for um, committing to that, stepping on board, and being a part of uh, uh, the Bearing Foundation. It's awesome. Heck yeah. So hit up BeerArmy.org, become a super soldier yourself, or renew your your membership there because uh, you help us do great things, and we're really excited about 2016. And I'm excited to uh, to wrap this year up with uh, some good Yikum to Sue stuff, Absolutely. Buddy. So without further ado, in this screwed up world of uh, insanity and just stupidity, there's just some shit you can't make up. <laughs> Just out the bat, and I don't want to bring politics into this and uh, totally go off the rails. But, how can we? Uh, how can we not end the year with some politic talks with the, with, this, no, with the presidential cycle that we have going? I think this takes it to a legendary. Is, uh, uh, you know, it's a circus <laughs> on all fronts. It's yeah. not just one person. Uh, it, it's just insane. It's nuts, man. But Donald Trump, yeah, he's I, just blowing everybody's he, minds with how popular he is in I the know. polls. But I have to be honest with you, there's stuff he says that I'm like, good God, man. This could be our next commander in chief. Yeah. Like, it scares me sometimes. He sounds yeah. like an idiot sometimes. He's a smart dude, smart businessman. No, he he's is. created a huge, yeah. you know, success story and uh, for himself. But uh, just the way he says some things, like, well, here, here's some of his recent comments on uh, on reporters and defending his uh, his things in response to the Vladimir Putin uh, remarks on killing reporters. No, it's Russia, after all. Somebody said, are you at all offended that he said nice things about you? I said, no. No, and they said, oh, Trump should have been much nastier. That's terrible. 
And then they said, you know, he's killed reporters. And I don't like that. I'm totally against that. I, by the way, I hate <laughs> yeah. some of these people, but I'd never kill them. I hate killed. them. No, I think, no, these people, honestly, these I'll people, be honest. These people, you people. <laughs> I'll be honest. I would never kill them. <laughs> I would never do that. But, he, you know, this is the way he says things. He jumps yeah. around. He is like... Imp- you know, incomplete phrases. And well, he's definitely a bull. He's kind of like a, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> bastard stepchild Christopher Walken of politics. <laughs> I mean, well, he's definitely a bull in a china shop, you know. And I just had an interesting conversation. Um, and I try never to have a, pol- a political conversation at a bar. Never do that. That's like a no-no. Or oh, religion. that's a recipe for Those disaster two, or But fight. I, I kind of got sucked into it. And, the, and uh, the person was basically saying, I can't believe how, you know. And I said, you know, the reason why he has some momentum and, you know, I don't know. Time will only tell whether it dies off or if we have uh, a more traditional uh, leader for the GOP, you know, somebody who's either a senator or a governor at some point or an active. The thing is, people are so pissed off. They're well, so connect, pissed off yeah, yeah. on the left and right side. It doesn't matter whether you're Democrat or, you know, Republican. They're so pissed off at the traditional political BS and landscape. They are willing. They are willing to say, you know what? I'm gonna put this guy in the freaking presidential Oval Office, well, man. Because, he seems more in yeah. tune with what you know people think, whether you agree or not. But he's he's got, honestly he has been a breath of fresh air because it's not uh, on some levels. None of this. Well, yeah, on some and, and then on others, I'm just scared as shitless. Well, man. yeah, I'm likewise. Like, I'm right there with you. I'm like, oh god, please. <laughs> but uh, but the thing is, is it's just you know how he speaks. Oh, it's huge. I'm not gonna kill him. I like him. I mean, yeah. I'm Donald Trump. I have it's horrible very flamboyant, hair. flamboyant, right. Yeah. Well, just imagine him with a British accent, a sophisticated British accent, and the same way he speaks, same speech patterns, mm-hmm. he sounds even more impressive. I think I'll win the Hispanics. I play thousands of Hispanics. They love me, I love them. And I think I'm going to do great with women. One of the reasons I'm going to do great with women is that I'm a leader. I'm not like Hillary Clinton. She's got no strength. She's got no stamina. Everything she does is like <laughs> theatrical. Uh, Donald Trump said this. He actually, it's sort of interesting. She said, I watched her last night. Donald Trump looks like she practices in front of a mirror for two hours. Donald Trump said, I think he's dangerous. I'm dangerous. She's the one that caused all this problem with her stupid policies. You look at what she did with this video. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh, uh, it's the same exact words, just more same order, same more refined. Phrase, just different yeah, accent. Refined. And all of a sudden it's just like, oh. It's more refined. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Very comforting and uh, uh, interesting. So there you go. And there's more, much more to this. And it is absolutely hilarious because you'll look at it totally differently. It's like, wow, it's not what he's saying. It's how it's said. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm totally on board, man. Man, so, crazy. so for my uh, my Yikipsu, I guess going out on the year, I kind of wanted something that kind of captured. I don't know how I just kind of felt in general, and I thought this <laughs> this one kind of captured it all for me. <laughs> so, without further ado, please let it roll. When thinking, people conclude what are the real values in life, and come back to decide what really matters. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not repeating that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my that's God. a first. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. So I want to hear this again. I just want to hear this. I want to hear it again. What really matters. 
<laughs> so what it is down in Australia, the parents had a wedding service, and it was a pretty big outdoor wedding. I mean, they had like another camera shot of it, the full wide angle. And uh, the boy runs up there and says, I need to go poo. You know, right in the middle of this uh, couple's magical moment, you know. And, I'd rather and, have honesty than none. And then uh, luckily one of the uh, female bystanders whatever, grabbed the little boy's hand, went running, and they took a back shot of it. They show him they go running to town, man, because he needs to go poo. And that kind of sums it up for me in the uh, in 2015 with all the stuff that has gone on. I kind of feel like I just need to purge. I need to go <laughs> poo. You need know? to poo it all out. <laughs> and move on to 2016. So. Isn't it amazing how more uh, endearing? And accepting it is to hear that in a British or Australian accent, <laughs> isn't it? See, I guess it's more refined, right? They're saying, I'm, a, I'm an American and I got to take a shit, you know? But uh, what's crazy is, you know, again, what's the power of the internet and viral? This thing was uploaded just a couple of weeks ago and already, a ha- you know, a half a billion or no, 500,000 views on it. I mean, it's just like no. Half well, a as of as of uh, as of the podcast today, it's up to near almost a million. Oh, is it? Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. So well, I guess a lot of people can really relate. Yeah. No. They need to poo. They and they're probably poo. watching it while they're taking one right now. <laughs> so go figure. Uh, I, got a, I got a story here I, yeah. I really wanted to share that pretty much highlights uh, 2015. Okay. For me. I mean, there's so much that happened this past year. Do you uh, need to go poo too? Uh, well, <laughs> that would be a little compromising. <laughs> anyway, get a load of this. Authorities in Virginia say uh, Kyle Dustin Head, note his last name, yeah. Head, 24, 24 years old. Okay. All right, so obviously still working some youth issues out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's believed to have been under the influence of marijuana. Okay, there's a surprise. When he called 911 and asked a dispatcher to bring him rolling papers. <laughs> really? I've heard about these kind of things happening before. I mean, oh, time that's, time. it gets better. It gets better here. Okay. Two officers were dispatched to Head's location, and he was found sitting in his parked 2005 Chevy pickup truck. They detected odors of pot, obviously, and noticed, and I quote, the green leafy substance on Head's clothing, the dashboard of his truck, the passenger seat, and in his right ear. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) But the kicker here is they... <laughs> Talk about a pothead. They announced. They announced, you know, when they get to the scene and they yeah. call it in, they announced pothead named Head has pot on his head. <laughs> <laughs> that was put in the official news release. Pothead named Head has pot on his head. So there you go. Oh, man. There you go. Legalize it. Just legalize it nationwide. Let's be done with this. The last name's Head. I might as well smoke a we'll crap solve. load of pot, man. We'll, we'll solve. Out of every orifice. <laughs> we'll solve our tax deficit issues right now, man. Legalize this stuff, man. Well, the crazy thing is, though, in the states where it is legal, uh, crime's got- gone down. Uh, pot use among youth has decreased. Really? I didn't know about that. Uh, there's but... been a lot of really interesting statistics. I know they got a lot of tax, tax revenues. Right. They have surpluses. So, so I, think it, there's, I think you got to look at it, man. Well, and there's, and, uh, yeah, and on the medicinal side of things as well. I mean, it's oh, a that too. huge, right. huge issue. Absolutely. Yeah. So. so if you're a pothead out there, hopefully you don't have pot literally in your head. No. I, well, I appreciate it. The way we, uh, we close out, maybe we need to do a little cheers here. Yeah. You know, to all of you, to all the listeners for uh, 2015, and um, you know, we hope you have a 
uh, a wonderful, safe New Year's Eve party, but more importantly, a more successful New Year's. Yeah. Happy 2016, everybody. Make it what you will. And uh, don't forget, we'll be back. We'll Mm -hmm. have more for you, more beers to share, more awesome stories of people really stepping in the gap, and more insanity, because it never stopped. So happy New Year, and in the meantime, rounds out. Beer Army Radio. Oh, no. (laughs)